Ten ways to live at home frugally. Number one, stretch your food budget. Frugal foodies. Here's your recipe for eating well on a budget. Just add a dash of creativity, a dollop of planning, and a healthy dose of ingenuity. Cooking and even growing your own food can help you stretch your budget farther. And simple tricks like splitting entrees and hitting happy hour specials can help you dine out on a dime. Here's some frugal food tips: plan your meals in advance. Grow your own herbs and vegetables if you like that sort of thing. Opt for less expensive cuts of meat, like pork. Buy store brands and generic labels, and more ways to save money on groceries. Number two, use freebies and coupons to save when shopping. Coupons, deals, and freebies are your friends. You can use them to save money on things you were going to buy anyway. A tenant of frugal living, but use them mindfully rather than as an excuse to spend on something you don't actually need. Don't be one of those extreme cheapskates or extreme couponers like on that TLC show. Frugal shopping tips: hit up thrift stores, browse in person, and online garage sales. Download a free coupon app, or try Honey. Stock up on non-perishable items when they're on sale. More shopping and couponing tips. Number three: Take advantage of free entertainment. Free, fun things to do are all around. Date night. See a free concert or pack a picnic and head to the park. Family outing. Go for a bike ride, volunteer together, or check out a museum. Frugal entertainment tips: Take advantage of free days at museums and national parks. Have a family game night. Check out books, movies, magazines, and DVDs from your local library. Use credit card rewards to score free flights, car rentals, and hotel stays. More free or cheap activities. Number four, embrace do-it-yourself projects. You typically have two options when you need a product: buy it or make it yourself. Although heading to the store or to Amazon is convenient, do-it-yourself is often cheaper, especially if you have someone do it for you. But that does require another type of investment: time. Unless you get a sucker of a friend to do it for you, a little craftiness can also make the items you own last longer. Free online tutorials and community classes can teach you to mend everything from clothing to small appliances. Do-it-yourself tips: Create your own beauty products like deodorant, face mask, and dry shampoo. Although personally, I would never do deodorant like that. Make household cleaning products like stain remover, window cleaner, and laundry detergent at home. Pull out a needle and thread to repair and tailor your clothing. More do-it-yourself tips and ideas. Number five, find savings on household expenses. Before you call the handyman, consult YouTube because that's where all the great knowledge is located. 
There you can learn how to do tasks as varied as fixing a leaky faucet or remodeling your bathroom or creating your own business. Getting frugal at home can also mean examining your monthly bills for ways to save on electricity, water, cable, and even your cell phone bill. The more you save on those expenses, the more you can spend on or save for what's important to you. Frugal home tips. Save on your cell phone bill with automatic payments. Get free TV with a digital antenna. Use YouTube tutorials to be your own handyman, which would save you a lot of money if you do it correctly. Refresh your cabinets with new paint and hardware. I suggest personally not to do this. I tried that before. Not fun. More ways to save on home expenses is just basically Google search it. Number six, think long-term when making purchases. Again, don't get cheap people confused with frugal people. There is actually a difference. Cheap people always look for a quick fix, something that will benefit them immediately. Frugal people are always looking for a long-term solution with a deal. Get into the habit of thinking long-term when making purchases, especially big purchases. Things like appliances, cars, and houses should be thought of as a long-term investment, although cars are usually never an investment unless they're extremely rare. These are items you want to get the most value out of in the long term. Being able to sacrifice your desire for instant gratification in a fast solution will save you a ton of money. For example, to be frugal, you're not going to want to buy a Lamborghini, a brand new Lamborghini Huracan, if you're going to be driving two hours a day in traffic. It would make more sense to buy a Honda Civic that gets better gas mileage or even a Tesla that uses no gas that you could basically beat into the ground and not care about losing twenty, thirty thousand dollars instead of the Lamborghini, which is 200000 Number seven, never pay full price. Find coupons and deal shopping is what frugal living is all about. A frugal person is always looking for the best deals around and planning shopping around them. It's important to note that just because a store is having a deal does not mean it's a deal for you. In fact, it could be a, just a bold lie. Unless the deal is an item you need, it's not worth buying. Understanding wants and needs come into play quite a bit. Start a good habit of learning to decipher between the two. Remember, everything is negotiable. You might also consider saving any gift cards you receive as gifts to either re-gift at a later date, if possible, or use as the money to pay for a gift for someone else. Why spend your own money if you don't have to, right? Number eight, pay off your debts and keep it that way. While saving is important, you won't do yourself any favors by saving a ton of money while you've got debts piling up on the either side of that coin. Make it a point to tackle any and all debts you've got against you before you get heavy into saving and investing. The sooner debts are off your shoulders, the sooner you'll have more cash available to put into savings on a month-to-month basis, but not only that, you got to think about that basically having debts is like 
borrowing money against yourself, right? Because when you invest your money, let's say at the most on average, you could possibly get 10 to 12% annually. Whereas with debts, you could be paying maybe 20%, 30%, depending on how bad of a loan or credit card that you have. So just understand that you're literally stealing money from yourself. Number nine, buy a smaller, modest home for frugal living. Banks will often approve you for a mortgage much higher than you can comfortably handle. Stop listening to their advice. A home is the largest purchase in your life, and it's not a liquid asset, as in can sell quickly. Purchase a small, modest house as your first home that you can easily afford. A good rule of thumb for knowing how much your mortgage should cost is 25 to 30% of your monthly take home. Since your home is such a large portion of your budget, be realistic when deciding where to live. Remember that buying is not for everyone. Renting might be a better option depending on your individual situation or just what you prefer. Because there's some people who all they want to do is be able to wake up, and just go to work or do whatever they want to do and then come back and sleep, right? People just maybe not want to do any sort of yard work, any sort of maintenance on their place. And if that's the case, renting would be better for you. Because here's the thing, no matter how much money you make, right? If you live in a bigger house that costs more, that's going to cost more to even just keep it just in the property taxes. It's going to cost more for yard work. Like, I spend hundreds of dollars a month on weed killer. Weed. Weeds. Weeds. I spend hundreds of dollars a month on weeds. Okay? Think about that. Weeds. It's a foolish, foolish thing. So, maintenance is not necessarily what many people want to do. Number 10. Have an emergency fund. One of the most important aspects of personal finance is having your emergency fund set up. An emergency fund, a set amount of money put away for unforeseen expenses, such as car repairs, deaths, and surgeries. The last thing you want to deal with during an emergency is where the money is coming from. Take the stress off an already stressful situation and have your emergency fund set up. This will also prevent you from going into debt when something comes up and you don't have the money to pay for it, which I bet so many people wish they had right now. And there were so many people that were living paycheck to paycheck and then they basically lost their job because of the virus. And now they are in a very dire situation. Now, normally $1,000 set to the side is more than enough for like a starter emergency fund. But everyone's situation is different, and you need really more like six months, maybe even a year of living expenses as an emergency fund. Like if you're like very conservative, a year. If you're somewhat conservative, six months. If you basically have a very high income but very low expenses, maybe only three months. But it's different for every person. Just be smart and understand your personal situation. And if you are in an area where there's getting more and more traffic there, population, all that kind of stuff, and you're potentially dealing with 
the virus soon, you might want to start building up an emergency fund and you might want to pause any paying down the debt just so that you could have the cash to go actually buy food and survive. So subscribe for weekly business and personal finance content and stories. Get a free stock in the description worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood. You can learn the four simple steps to make money online, where you only need to use a phone and a computer to actually create an online business or to sell an online product. Feel free to hit the like button to let us know that you liked it. Hit the bell to stay notified of future episodes. Check out 40inbox.com to learn more about money. Leave a comment and share. And if you have a personal finance story, leave a comment like this. My personal finance story is dot dot dot. And we will try to put it into future episodes because we really want to teach people about personal finance, money, and business through the form of stories or the things that people could just listen to while doing something else, right? Because this would really allow you to just probably go to the bathroom or drive a car or go work out and just listen to this while you're doing that stuff so that you don't really got to pay too much attention or maybe you could just read the text to learn something new. And that's the purpose of this channel. So if you like this sort of stuff, feel free to go check out another episode. Thank you for watching, and we will see you in future episodes. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to leave a review and DM us on Instagram at 40 box as to what you would like to learn more about when it comes to money and personal finance and making money. Now, if you want to learn the simple steps to make money online using just a phone or a computer in a PowerPoint presentation, join the free training below. You could join Robinhood and get a free stock worth up to $500 below. And make sure to check out 40 to be a master of your money. And there are useful tools on there to help grow your money on there as well, like automated investing apps and just free resources that could really help you out. And thanks for listening and see you on the next episode. And this has been the 40 Unbox podcast.